Hello, this is Mikey Reed, and today I'll be reading you the 104 story treehouse. Chapter 6 Tug of War. Terry Dentist, at your service, says Terry. Hold still, and I'll just knock your tooth out with the hammer. No way, I say. It's hurting enough already. already. No hammer. No hammer, no problem, says Terry. I'll just use this tooth dynamite instead. It says here, just put one stick in your mouth near the aching tooth and light the fruit. Definitely not. No hammer and no tooth dynamite. The tooth fairy won't, not, won't want my my tooth is exploded to bit. You're a terrible dentist. Well, I'm all out of ideas then, says Terry. Maybe we should go out of three ways out to get your tooth out. How to get your tooth out. I don't know about that, I say. I'm not sure those owls are as wise as you think they are. Do you have any other ideas? Right, says Terry. No, I say with a groan. Let's go and see the wise owls. We jet chair up to the owl house. Owl groans. Hi, owls. Greetings, oh wise owls, says Terry. Chicken knees, nail clappers, fidget spinners. Ranging her treehouse sewer pipe. Belly buttons, octopus supernova. Just as I suspected. This is the waste of time. Let's go. No, give them a chance, Andy, says Terry. We haven't even asked our question yet. Terry turns to address the owls. Oh, wise owls, we beseech thee. Tell us the answer of our question. What is the best way to remove Andy's tooth? String, doorknob, slam, say the wise owls. See, I say, I knew this wasn't a good idea. They're just hooting random words. No, they're not, says Terry. They're making perfect sense. They're telling us that all we have to do is tie a bit of string to your tooth, tie the other end to a doorknob, and slam the door. The force of the door slamming will pull out your tooth, and all our problems will be solved. Yes, well, let's see. It does sound a little less painful than hammers or dynamite. Definitely, says Terry. And we can get some string from the tangled up level. Oh, come on. Come on, he turns to the wise owl. Farewell, oh wise ones. Thanks for the advice. Roly poly, poop poop. I don't mind the string and the doorknob, but it's the slam that worries me. The tangled up level looks even more tangled up than usual. It's a big crazy jumble, jumble of cords, wires, cables, ribbons, twine, ropes, threads, and string all tangled. In the biggest tangled up tangle you've ever seen. There is a caution tape around it, but you can't really read it because the caution tape is all tangled up as well. Right, I'm going to untangle. Going, I'm going to go in and untangle a bit of string. Says Terry. All right, I say, but be careful. It's pretty tangly in there. Don't worry, Andy. Says Terry. I'll be really, really careful. Andy, says Terry. I'm all tangled up. If only you'd listen to me. I did listen to you and I was careful, but I got tangled up anyway. Well, stop struggling. You're just making it worse. Stay still while I get the emergency detangler. Yeah. 
the detangler has an instant effect. Every bit of sting cord wire broken threads is detangled, including Terry's hair, which has gone on straight and hanging over his face. I can't see, said Terry. I can't see anything. Where has everything gone? Calm down, I say. It's just your hair. The detangler has straightened out your curls. <coughs> Come with me to the giant hairdryer and we'll have you back to normal in no time. Thanks, Andy, says Terry. That feels much better. No problem. Did you get the strings? Strings, says Terry. What string? The string you went to the tangled up. Do you have a level to get? I yell. Oops, I forgot. After all the tangling and detangling, I kind of forgot. But it doesn't matter. Because. Because. I think there's some string in the kitchen drawer. But if you knew there was string in the kitchen drawer, then why didn't we get it from there in the first place? Because I forgot, says Terry. I was having a bad tear day, you know. Oh, sorry. Ben's um, coming in to do his call, so you might have to continue it. So we have got to go into another room. Here's your clothes from when you do get. There you go. There's your clothes for after. Oh. No. I'm really sorry about that. Anyway. Oh yes, yeah, says Terry. I forgot about that too. I groaned. Poor Andy, says Terry. You sure in a lot of pain? You sure are in a lot of pain? Let's just go into the kitchen. Let's just go to the kitchen, I said. In, in the kitchen, Terry opens up the third drawer down and pulls out a big ball of string. Open wide, Andy. I open my mouth and Terry ties the end of the string to my sore tooth. And the other end to the handle of our bathroom door. Okay, says Terry. Here we go. Ready, set, slam! He slams the door. Slam. Ah, better go get the first aid kit or an ambulance. Uh oh. Smash. Is it out? No. No, I've not only got a toothache, I've got a headache as well. This is the worst day ever. Don't despair at him, says Terry. I think I know it's another way to do it, but we're going to need some help. Better not involve another door, I say. No, says Terry. Your tooth is too tough for that. It's going to be a, take a full stale toe to get it out of your head. Come, come with me to the forest. Five minutes later, we're in the forest. Ta Terry has tied me in to a, me to a tree and assembled a huge tug of war team, including Bill the Postman, Edward Scooperhands, the Trunk and and all of Jill's animals. Are there any fish in this tree? No. Moo, nay, nay, yay, hee haw, ma, wolf, bark, rabbit, noise. Are you pulling, Phil? I'm pulling hard, Bill. We're pulling too. I'm not. Me neither. I'm just pretending. Let me in. Howl. Okay, Chuck Terry. Here we go. Ready, set, pull. Howl, flutter, buzz. Of course, this does. 
Wait, what? You planned it all wrong. Why didn't they go to a dentist? Penguins have teeth. No, why not? What about me, weed? You're standing on my foot. Giant rabbit. Alright. Ah, ice cream is my tooth is torn out of my mouth. The tug of war team surprised all by all surpri surprised by their sudden victory lose their grip and fall backwards in a big heap. My tooth flies upwards and and tra trailing the string behind it. And it's snatched by a passive bird. Hey, I say, that stupid bird just snatched my tooth. It's, that's not a stupid bird, says Jill, peering up at tip through her bird watching binoculars. That's that's an extremely rare, high-flying, mountain-dwelling worm snatcher. It must have thought the string was a worm. If I can't, if it can't tell the difference between a bit of string and a worm, it then it is a stupid bird. I say. We need. To, we've got to get Andy's tooth back, says Terry. We need it for the tooth fairy. Oh dear, says Jill, looking through her binoculars. That's going to be a bit difficult because the bird, the bird is heading for its nest on the rocky snow-covered crag near the top of Mount Everest. We'll just have to climb up then, won't we? But we can't climb Mount Everest, says Terry. It's too cold, too high and too hard. Plus it will take too long. Much too I'm not suggesting we climb the mountain. I say, we take, we'll take the stairs. A never-ending circle goes pretty close to the next. We can climb them up, jump across, and get the tooth easy. What, what are we waiting for? Says Terry. Let's go. I'll come too. Says Jill. I've always wanted to see a high-flying mountain-dwelling worm snatch up close. Right. So that was chapter six. I hope you like it. Bye.